Four is past. Let's do it. Coach Helen for UFIT Studio. Uh, so stress and losing weight. Now, as I mentioned, I is though going to, is though, is it going to do uh, a full seminar on this bad boy, which will have multiple aspects of looking at stress and why it's important and why it interplays and why it impacts uh, weight loss, etc. I'm going to give a brief overview today because God knows, and if anybody's got an idea about my one on Thursday, I'm doing a Thursday night, by the way, to slip that one in. Um, <laughs> it's about to do slides. Uh, I like to talk about stuff. You might have noticed it's episode 190 something. Um, can we stop having a conversation about sauce, please? <laughs> if it's peppercorn or mushroom, this is what happens. Plain old Stilton. Death. I love this. Let's all get serious and discuss sauces for 40 minutes. Why not? Or 20. Let's discuss. Stilton. Hey! <laughs> Which are going to do that? Friday night is sourced conversation. Like, there's English mustard in there as well. Let's just. <laughs> I don't even eat. I don't even eat meat anymore and I'm getting involved. Right. Get back to this. Right. Uh, so just in case anyone doesn't know. Uh, I'm doing a free seminar on Thursday night, uh, which the word free is there, right? Free! 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 Join me while I educate you in all things to do with the female body. That sounds very vague. I'll leave it there. Uh, but not just all the female body, something specific to do with something that happens once a month. Hopefully only once a month if you're very lucky. Um, but I will also be doing one uh, in terms of stress and weight loss because... Um, if you think about the period of time that we've been through, let's not hark on it, it's been a very stressful year. I was about to say months and I thought that's a lie. It's been a stressful year. Uh, and that means that uh, inevitably, if I'm doing a live about stress and weight loss, is that's the reason that you might imagine something like this, oh my God, I've not lost weight. So bad, I've put weight on. Well, yes, there's a reason for that. And that is to do with your stress. Now, uh, again, uh, when we've got the slides and the thing, I've got loads of pretty pictures and stuff to explain some of this. I'm going to keep it like relatively low key for this because it's a Friday night. And we want to de-stress uh, before the weekend more than anything else. But what I want to do is I want to start with, uh, this is actually one of my favourite quotes uh, to do with stress, right? So we understand what stress is because it might sound simple. Like, well, stress is stress. Ooh, is it though? Okay, this is a great, if anybody hasn't read this book, I mean, good luck to you. It's meaty. It takes some time and don't, well, I got the audio and, and the book and it still took me some time. And the audio has some very interesting chapters in it that you don't, anyway, I won't go into it. But this is the, this is definition of a gentleman called Robert, Robert, Dr. Robert Sapolsky. Like that. And he wrote a book called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Now, a couple of my clients and I've spoken about this book before. Um, this is a quote from the book. Get this. Stress is anything that throws the body out of, one of my favourite words, stress is anything that throws the body out of homeostasis. That's my favourite word. It's very reassuring to say it. Now, homeostasis, what's that? Essentially, it's um, the balance. So your current balance. And that's a very um, specific definition when I say that, or the words I'm using, your current balance. So what your current um, balance and environment, um, social, economical, um, intimate, whatever, all of those things are different through the times, like your balance of uh, food, sleep, 
uh, work hours, etc. All those constantly change through life, right? How they were uh, at the beginning of the year is not how they are right now. And that's an example of uh, where something has been changed out of homeostasis. So let's take let's take this last lovely 2020. Wish it farewell soon. However, uh, 2020, uh, someone's homeostasis between um, January and March or your environment, your routine, your internal structure, your sleep patterns, everything was very much set. And then post-March to, um, let's just really be honest, July, August was a disruption. So everything externally was throwing us out of that homeostasis. So we were thrown out of our balance. And hence what was created was therefore stress, right? So we are put under a state of stress when our homeostasis or balance has been pushed or gently nudged or kicked right in the face or arse, whichever you prefer, out of its current state. Now, that is pretty much what stress is. Now, if you take that and then apply it to, in your own heads to, oh, how many times that happened this year? Quite a lot. And therefore, does that mean? It means that there was elevated stress through this year, if not currently now. Let's be honest, there's still changes to people's people's general routine or homeostasis. So stress is created every time you're pushed out of your homeostasis or pushed out of your routine. Because like it or not, we are creatures of habit. Like everyone is. Someone, people always say, it's like, I love a routine, I'm a creature of habit. We're all creatures of habit, actually. So, so when somebody changes our environment, our habit, our homeostasis, whatever you want to call it, we naturally get uncomfortable. We naturally feel anxious, worried we become stressed. Now, if that continues, right, and it continues and continues and continues, then stress continues. Stress elevates, stress builds. Hey, Hina. Now, just put that one in. <laughs> what we're looking at now as humans, we're in this, in this day and age, a lot of our stresses, just from the example I've used for this year, although this is, this is true that for any presentation I'll give at any time, a lot of our stresses as, as modern day 2020 humans is environmentally based, right? So it's all in our environment, majority of the time. Uh, we have modern day stresses, uh, debt, uh, sl <laughs> debt, sleep because you're working late or working early, late nights, uh, tired, right? Leading into pressures and responsibilities. All these are million things that, you know, if you hundred million years ago, I don't, don't put a time frame on it, um, people would not have to be worried about, right? They didn't have to think about it. They didn't have to think about it because it wasn't wasn't actually a stressor. Sorry, battery dying. Um, however, they are now. And guess what? All these things, all these things I've just listed are all things that keep changing our homeostasis and keep elevating our stress. Now, I want to be clear, and I have talked about this before, not all stress is bad, right? Not all stress is negative. If we were not a little bit pushed out of our comfort zones and boundaries, as we know, we would not get stuff done, right? We wouldn't get driven forward. If we weren't concerned about debt at all, we wouldn't work, right? If we weren't concerned about paying our mortgage, we'd just pack in a job, right? If we didn't have concerns about our relationship or want to work on it, we probably wouldn't bother, right? So though there is a, a sweet spot of stress, which I will get into shortly. So just know that actually, whilst I'm this live is about stress and losing weight etc it's not a negative or bad thing it's something that does have an impact so what i want to lead into is this first point right and i, I would like people to appreciate this one is that um, when it comes to a journey in uh weight loss right or fat loss whatever you want to call it right there's some fundamental things that as a coach 
uh, it's almost like a tick list of things to go through with a client when they're starting out. Now, if they're in an elevated high stress, like it's been building, building, keep going, keep going, keep going, which is often the case when we do come to us, are they in the position to lose weight efficiently and consistently? Probably not for the reasons I'm going to go through, right? And the reasons some of us may have experienced through this year um, because of elevated stress, because of lack of sleep, because of inability to process carbohydrates, um, because of insulin sensitivity, all those things, right? Which I will go through, go through in my further, further seminar. Look at that, plugging it. Um, there's lots of big words in that one as well. But what I'm going to go through is essentially uh, the pathway of stress, right? The pathway of stress when it starts from. So we start, I've got, I have got, I've got a lovely, I wish you could all see it. Well, you'll see it when you come to my seminar. Look, I keep plugging it. Um, there is a really uh, low level of stress where most people are full of joy, um, really present in the moment, uh, grounded, etc. And it has a name for it, which is called ventral vagal, right? Sounds great, doesn't it? Essentially, it just means that we're very uh, in the moment. If you've ever experienced it, we're very like such low stress, very chilled, um, compassionate, open, generous with people around us, completely chilled, blissful, whatever you call it. Um, and we're probably not really doing much at that point in time. Right. And, and how often do we genuinely probably experience it? Mm-hmm. Not very often. Right. As stress starts to, if there's a change to that, right, as it gets disturbed by, I don't know, a work phone call, for example, let's use that one. Uh, you're, you're having a blissful moment with your family. The kids are playing, it's a beautiful sunset, all that. And then somehow your boss gets through to you. Don't know when that's ever happened. Um, your phone's ringing. That moment's been destroyed in your head. And then there's an elevation of stress. Now, if that continues in the moment or later on and builds and doesn't flush out the system, stress starts to increase and what happens is we kind of build into something you would have heard me talk about before which is the fight or flight situation right which is where your get this sympathetic nervous system right is starting to kick off now that is when i talked about it before i said it's basically where stress elevate stress is elevating because modern stress is is creating this to happen it's something internally we can't control and that means that some of the things, right, let's call some of these out, let's list them, right? Worry and concern, low level. Frustration, right? Builds to irritation, anxiety, right? Builds into anger and fear, right? Builds into rage. Rage! Rage and panic, right? So those words alone, you can see even by using the words, I'm feeling it. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling it internally myself how that builds and that means that each time we're going into a different emotion a different behavior we're building and we're basically getting more aroused with stress right we're getting more panicked we want to run more right eventually right you get to the point if it's really 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 bad that actually you're into some of these words are uh, just oh yeah you got helplessness how many of us felt helplessness when we were really stressed uh you want to conserve energy right you're feeling low energy low momentum to do things depression numbness disassociation shame shut down hopelessness trapped right those are the extremes right but how many of us are quite honest and think about stress and think about where perhaps we've been with some of this and understand oh actually have i used that words have i thought that about myself right so get this we're really in there so if we're in sympathetic so that's when you're in fight or flight 
when you're super stressed, right? Blood pressure and heart rate up, fuel availability up, right? So basically you want to consume calories hard because your body keeps thinking it's going to get ready to, to run. So what does that mean? You might already draw the lines. You want to eat more, right? Oxygen circulates to vital organs as blood clotting and pupil size changes, right? Or stays permanently open. Sam's done this, and if you've ever seen, see, I've done it a couple of times. Put someone in a dark room, shine the light in, and the pupils don't change. They're in pure high stress, right? They're permanently ready to see everything and run, right? Sounds extreme. Guess what? We've seen it, right? We've seen it happen. Um, so if you, you think of all of that there, so high blood pressure, which means you're in a state of anxiety, uh, which means that you're not necessarily uh, feeling the best, right? Heart rate, fuel availability up, right? Basically, we don't want to, there's an increased fuel storage and insulin activity, right? And we'll talk about that in the, in the, in the seminar as well. But essentially, um, your body realises that it, it needs to store fuel. It needs to store energy because it needs for you to actually run into it. So you also get endorphins, like at high, you get endorphins where you, you, your body's fully like locking itself down, like you're about to jump off a cliff. So you don't feel pain, right? Real extremes. Um, and raise your own body's thre pain threshold. I mean, the, the body is flipping awesome, right? When you say it like that, it knows exactly what to do. Now, the challenge is, is if you're being chased by a lion, this stuff would be epically useful in the moment. If your body could do that, which it does, by the way, if your body could do that, in five seconds and get you away from the line going ha ha like with stilton sauce whoever wants to eat you with right if it could do that which it can right and save yourself from the line you go ah sure thanks body that's amazing no you could see everything i could had all the energy stored in my body to run away and i ran faster than the lion even that's possible it might be um i was able to suck more oxygen in my heart rate was elevated i could run like the wind thank you body the challenge is with all this I've just gone through on that in that particular side, if you're looking to chill out, digest your food, exercise, sleep and lose weight. All of that is pretty counterproductive, right? Because now I'm going to go through um, what exactly happens if you are like chilled out right at the bottom of that, that chart, because there's the extreme. But what we want to work towards is. <sighs> I always breathe out and go, oh, sounds good. Increased digestion and intestinal mobility. Basically, you can poop. Uh, resistance to infection and immune response. So essentially, you don't get ill. How many of us, how many of us, really, really high stress, really high stress, relax for a second, like go on holiday or something, half term maybe, and then get ill? Why? because actually we're in, we're in such high stress, the resistance to, to infection is pretty low, right? But if we're in a really nice space, uh, immune response is high, you rest and recuperate, circulation is good. Um, basically we're circulating everything to the non-vital organs, right? Because if we're in high stress state, your body's like, lion, get your heart rate pumping, your lungs, everything vital to get away. Um, and essentially, uh, you can relate and connect to people a lot better as well. So not only is your body, but your brain's actually able to to be reactive to everything around it now again uh just going back we want to get into that state however let's go back to modern living debt right 
well, let's talk about employment in a minute. Everyone's worried about employment, what's going to happen long term, and they've got to travel now. Um, have I ever got enough money? All this stuff, right? This is elevating people's stress to permanently stay in the state of lion, right? So this is this is why the name of that book, why do zebras not get ulcers? Because they only run from lions. They only run from lions for a very short period of time and then go straight back down the hill into calm. Now, the thing is, is that yes, there are strategies to put in place to help you stay more within even not increasing your stress or allow that to come up and come down relatively quickly so you can run from your internal miles and lines even and stay calm right however it's not that easy so the thing is that the, the main point of this live was probably just a taster of the the, the seminars coming up as well um, and also just to, to let people know that all these things i've talked about today are all elements which um, barring a very small, 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 small percentage of, I mean, tiny percentage of people, like 1% of people, um, most of you, including myself, I'm going to take myself out of this, have experienced these feelings over the last few months. Now, does that mean that in this place you can efficiently burn fuel and sleep and get into sleep, right? That's a whole separate topic on itself. Um, are you going to sleep when your mind's wired, chasing Debt lions through your head? No. Um, are you going to want to keep going to high carb foods uh, quickly because A, you're not sleeping, and B, because you're not efficiently actually processing calories in the way that your body's like, keep giving me fuel, man, because you're going to be running soon, right? Is that a natural occurrence of stress? Yes. Does that mean that somebody's in a high stress state will lose weight? No. They will probably maintain, if not gain, a little bit right? Not excessively, a little bit. Now, how much is a little bit? It is dependent, as you imagine, on how stressed an individual stays and how long they're in that position. Because I haven't talked about training. You add training into this and ask someone to train when they're in this state, when their body's exhausted from purely running from the line in their head. Forget about it, right? I'm a bit Italian, but you just will not, right? And that's partly what I want to do by explaining this just in a little way is, is explain to people that at the moment, again, stress is quite elevated. Generally speaking, people are in high stress. It's like, this is the end of the year. I've got a couple of paydays till Christmas and I was having my job. What am I meant to do? Da, da, da. Am I going to go into tears? Blah, blah, blah. Can I socialise? What's happening? Like all this, um, does this mean that everybody is going to be successfully losing weight? No. I think the important thing is that, for, and again, we'll go into it, that the, the, the in my experience, the most important thing is to appreciate that you are not superhuman and that you are not meant to be 100% on top of everything 100% of the time. But just understanding this is a almost like an automatic response from your body, right? You can put, as I said, stuff into place to help and support that. Is it the same for everybody? No, because everyone's stresses and everyone's triggers are very uniquely theirs, right? There's always a reason why it climbs. There's always something that changes. There's always the one thing then that is the key to unlocking, bringing that back down the scale. Like I think um, if you guys have worked with us for long enough, your members, you'll know that um, we'll look at specific solutions for you because there's specific stresses that are for you. Right. So. Recap. Uh, I want to recap because I just went off piece on this one. I didn't even plan it. Uh, essentially, uh, what I'm saying is that we are in a world, like I confirm what stress is. So stress is anything that throws your body out of homeostasis or where it feels stable or where your life is stable. So any change to that um, 
suddenly we go into a stress state like it is it's something we almost like can't help right and does that mean that 2020 has thrown us a lot out of our homeostasis yes uh, regularly constantly all the time and whilst sometimes it's you know constructive not all stress is bad right i will talk about that as well some stress is good it does get done right uh too much stress over a prolonged period of time has an adverse reaction right um another thing to add is that we never leave stress at the door of the, the gym right as we start we never we never really leave stress while we're trying to lose weight it doesn't go anywhere it stays with us and there's some things that happen in terms of an automatic system which just kicks in that just goes full on sympathetic right so we're full on trying to run for imaginary lines all the things i've talked about in modern life so I've talked about uh late nights right hard work hours uh responsibilities lack of ability to sleep uh debts all those things um adding on to and adding on to stress that elevates it up all the way up into almost like a peak where we see lots of behaviors and symptoms that will mean that we're unable to manage lots of other elements like digestion, like sleep, like the ability to store food and process food efficiently. Now, you just to add on to this, by the way, you may not feel stress. This is the this is the, the, the just the sneaky little thing about stress. Somebody can sit with me in a one to one or on a on a phone call, or on a video call and tell me they're not they're not stressed. Helen, I'm not stressed. And yet they're not sleeping or they're waking through the night. Maybe more than once. They are not spending time doing things that they enjoy. They don't take part in hobbies or um, don't have playtime to themselves. They will work long hours. They will not take breaks. There will be signs that they're not losing weight. They will be eating heavier carb foods. They will not feel stressed because the association that we have with stressed is always at the peak right we always extreme stress right and go to the peak words right because i have this very uncomfortable and go over these peak words and this is what most people appreciate or, or believe they have to be at to be stressed right so helplessness depression numbness disassociation shame a shutdown hopelessness trapped right there what people seem to be extreme but let's look at the lower level where it's already instigated Worrying, concern, frustration, irritation, anxiety, going up, right? There's still, still things that we experience, right? Fear and anger and panic and rage. Like panic, panic and rage is getting up there, right? But actually concern and worry, frustration, anxiety, irritation, relatively low level, really. However, if that's in that state for a very, very long period of time, it, what does it do? It escalates doesn't vanish unless there's there's something in place to help it come back down um so it's always good to, just to add this in it's always important to appreciate that there are signs that you are in stress they're in completely internal that are not anything that you can sit and go well i'm stressed right now although although i appreciate that some people also do actually there's a whole percentage of people that will say they are not and yet their body is internally telling them that they are right it's, it's a fascinating thing um like i said uh, I will go into it in more detail in a later slide. Another slide. Uh, so, <laughs> in the meantime, if you're free Thursday night, I'm doing one on um, doing one on the old uh, female cycle. Quite excited about that. I don't know how long it's going to be. Just, I don't. I know it's worrying that this is. If I as a, as a teenager, if I imagine this is what I'll be doing in my life, I don't know. I go. I'd be like, what? Why are you doing that? 
Join me Thursday night if you've got nothing else on. We talk about it all. Um, in the meantime, have a fantastic weekend and I will see you Monday where I will be doing, I will be bringing fruit to the party. I will. There was a small logistical challenge. We use the word challenge today. However, Monday there will be M&M's here. Promise. I mean, watch, well, I won't open a packet on camera because I'll do that in private. <gasps> right. Kate, enjoy your steak and Stilton sauce. We didn't get to the bottom if there was English mustard with it. Double cream. Oh, God. Kate. Someone, look. Noji. Oh, God. I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. I'm the, uh, this is the this is that monkey. Can't hear. Can't see. I felt horrid. Kate, look this. Yeah, I'm having it now. <laughs> Kate, I look forward to you, Wayne, in the morning. <laughs> Everyone else, uh, enjoy your evening, and I'll catch you soon.